Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, we're joined by Matt Blahut. Once again, football, uh, our football, I feel like we're a recurring guest at this point. We're back. Let's uh, go playoffs, baby. Yes, the, the big moment we've been waiting for, um, the playoffs. I was trying to find, before we started, what I had for the final standings, because I had them sitting here all year. Standings for what? The fi- I wanted to just see how close we were with our uh, projections with uh, the playoffs. Or not playoffs, those I think divisions. I really like the Chargers, so. There was one division that I had way off. Might have just been an idiot and thrown it out. but uh, Probably the AFC North, right? AFC I don't North think any of us had the Bengals. Uh, yeah, maybe. I know I definitely had the Bengals in last place because I remember getting on them so bad for... Uh, got on them so bad for how they uh, d- didn't draft the lineman. <laughs> drafted yeah. Jamar Chase instead. And uh, look how that turned out. He's probably going to be the rookie of the year or up there amongst one of the rookies of the year. Uh, so this week, we obviously, playoffs, we want to discuss the playoffs. Uh, pretty, so what, what's your thoughts? Do you think that there's a team, there's one team in mind that I have that definitely should have been in the playoffs that missed out. Um, but is there any other team? So, I mean, actually, I should probably say it first. The, to me, I think the Chargers were the one team in mind or that sticks out in my head that I think definitely should have made the playoffs. Uh, I also think if the 49ers hadn't made the playoffs, that would have been a huge sin because um, they definitely deserve to be in there. I know they've been a little inconsistent, but they've seemed to find their form the past couple weeks. Um, but the Chargers, it's a shame. Uh, not really a big fan of how that last game was called uh, by the by uh, Brandon Staley. And obviously, they're out. And... We almost had what we all wanted, a tie in the last week. And I think they probably actually should have been the team to get in instead of the Steelers. Um, And a tie would have been a better outcome for the playoffs in general. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't think the Raiders would have. I mean, they've been getting cooked by uh, the Raiders have been getting absolutely cooked by the Chiefs twice now. And I know it's hard to beat a team three times, but sometimes you just don't have the right matchup. And. I think that game would probably be worse than the Steelers game, although the Steelers got blown out by the Chiefs too. So um, the Chargers would have been a tough matchup, but they would have been the sixth seed, so they wouldn't have played them. I, I would agree with you that they were a team that was knocking on the door, probably should have made it. Uh, the bigger thing was, besides blowing the Raiders games, I, I didn't understand going for it on their own 18-yard line, but uh, losing to the Texans the week before is what done them in. So... That killed him. Um, that was obviously a disappointment. I thought the Browns were really a disappointment. Um, they finished 8-9, and nine, so not terrible. They had a week where they had an emergency quarterback because of COVID. Baker was hurt, but um, it, it was a tough year. I mean, they have, the, they have the pieces, and they just weren't able to put it all together uh, to make a run at the division, a division that was definitely weaker than normal. Um, from the NFC side, I think it was pretty good. I didn't want the Saints to make it with all the injuries at QB. I think the only team that really had um, a disappointing year was uh, Minnesota. Uh, that was a team that's ready to win now, and, and they lost uh, basically all important games. I, I mean, they played the Cowboys early on with a backup quarterback, and they couldn't win that game. So um, they kind of did that to themselves, and now they're going to be looking for a head coach and a GM. 
I was just going to say that they they uh, kiboshed them, which is a shame because they're kind of like the uh, how I've been saying the past couple of years, the Broncos and Chargers have been. Obviously, the the Broncos once again got screwed with that word. Like they're on the wrong side of the, they were just barely on the other side of the result. Um, and that's what happens. So, you know, who knows? They have they have a team where they could win now. Yeah. Uh, not Kirk Cousins, not necessarily, uh, the you know, some big playmaker, but he wins. He could get yeah. them in positions to win games. They just didn't win the games. Um, and that's what it comes down to. Uh, also, it's a shame the Ravens didn't do so well. I mean, but we knew the Ravens before the season yeah. even began that. And it, they ran into a lot of injuries, too. So. Um, That's what I mean. It one, was yeah, to begin with, and then it got even worse as the season. Yeah, went. it would have been similar to the Saints. Like the Saints, obviously, are a playoff contender going into the season, but all the injuries just derailed their season. Yeah. So. Uh, oh wait, we didn't even mention the Colts though. That might have oh, been the biggest choke job maybe, of all. That is the best thing. That was what happened with the Colts was equivalent to. I was talking about it with my dad the other day. It was actually equivalent to. Uh, remember, I don't remember how many years ago it was. But remember going into the like week seventeen, the Ravens had a like ninety seven. Oh, is that when they chance. lost to Andy Dalton? They they had like a ninety seven percent chance to make it to the playoffs. They lost to Andy Dalton, and then like they needed like two other teams. That to, was like, um. In. That's when uh yeah, that's when the Bills made it over them, correct? And I then the, believe and, so. And that's the year the Jaguars lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> that was, it was. I remember I couldn't believe my. That eyes. was epic. And uh, my eyes were equally as uh, in disbelief the other day. Carson Wentz reverted back to classic Carson Wentz into his little shell. The coach, for some ungodly reason, well, they couldn't run the ball, but. They they abandoned the run game to let Carson Wentz start slinging it. He was not slinging it. I mean, they ran it fourth and one on the goal line and got stuffed. So, I mean, it was a tough scene. I think the Jaguars played ready to stop the run, and um, Carson Wentz just didn't play well at all, obviously. Um, so when they're that one-dimensional, I, I mean, the game was over from when it started. And Lawrence was slinging it, too. The defense did him no favors either. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so, all right, so now the, the stage is set for the playoffs. Um, Wait, can, what? Do you have a list of what we did or no? I have. So you got to find I, it, I dude. wasn't going to mention it. Now you've sold me out. Shout it out. I, I wasn't oh, is it that bad? <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it because I can't find our NFC card. I think someone threw it out. Um, but I have our NFC or our uh, AFC? AFC card here. I've been trying to look as we were as you were talking, but I have the I have the AFC, so we could talk about that. It actually wasn't as bad as I thought. The AFC North was a dumpster fire. Yeah, um, I had the Browns winning it. Uh, who I think they came in dead last. Ravens, Ravens being in came second. In last. Who came in? <laughs> oh, they came in last. I mean, the they're all like it was all like within a game or two so of each other. The so Ravens came in last. Technically, yeah. Fucking hey. So then the the Ravens come in second. Steelers third. Bengals dead last. So we were completely wrong about that. However, AFC East, Bills win, Pats second, Dolphins third, Jets fourth. Okay. Uh, in the South, we have Titans winning, Colts second, Jaguars third, Texans fourth, which I believe is just those two flip-flop, but who cares? Yeah. Because we knew those two were going to be like the last two in the NFL Dumpster to begin with. Fire. <laughs> then uh, the West, we had the Chiefs. The Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, and if you know that field goal didn't went yeah. over to the left or right, we were then close. We were close, but the mm-hmm. NFC is a mystery. 
uh, if I find it one day, I'll post it or something. <laughs> but and if it, and if it wasn't too close, then I th- I'll just. Uh, I think it's safe to say we probably had Cowboys, Packers, and Buccaneers. So easy. And then, so, we, and then we probably had but, the Cardinals I mean, the, in last. The so. NFC West could have been close. No, because Cardinals were good last year too. They were just like what. Wait, we did, right, so we definitely had the Seahawks. I think I definitely had the 49ers a nah, little higher. I, d- than. I definitely had, yeah, you know, the, I definitely had the 49ers high. I had the Cardinals definitely missing out in the playoffs, but we get all three, which I think was the right thing yeah. by the NFL gods of what should have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could dive into it now. So we have, uh, I'll just read off the matchups first just to get the, the juices flowing in your own head. So then you could be pissed as our, we offer our takes on the games ahead. Uh, so the first game, Saturday, 4.30, uh, Raiders, Bengals, should be a good matchup. Uh, all of them are pretty good matchups. The Patriots and Bills square off at 8.15 on Saturday. Uh, Sunday at 1 is the Eagles, Buccaneers. Sunday afternoon is the 49ers, Cowboys. Uh, Steelers, Chiefs is at 8.15. And for some ungodly reason, we have a Monday night playoff game. The Cardinals versus the Rams at 8.15. Because two days of football isn't enough. <laughs> well, it's not enough, but I think Super it's Wild Card Weekend. No, I do agree with you. It's stupid, but we can get into that when that yeah. matchup comes around. Um, so we'll start off with the Raiders and Bengals. Uh, they have it on DraftKings right now. If you're someone who's a betting person, if you're legally can bet, wink, wink. Um, so you have the Raiders plus five and a half against the Bengals. Uh, I honestly, I'm very up in the air about it. I like. I like the Raiders, like like team. I don't know what the word is. They they seem like a very together team. The, not that the Bengals aren't because they've been dog shit for, you know, the past ten years, and they finally put together a pretty decent season. Um, Who the Bengals? No, they haven't been that bad for that long, they, have they? they? I mean, I they, mean, they, they haven't, haven't been, been like serious bad, Super Bowl contenders, they've, but they've, they've been fraud suspect for the past. Marvin Lewis brought them to the playoffs like every yeah, year. They just never won. Yeah, <laughs> that's the issue. You gotta win. Yeah, you can go to the playoffs all you want. If you don't win, it doesn't matter, especially in the first round. Um, so, but they, you know, Joe Burrow seems to be the obviously the the center of that whole Cincinnati Bengals universe. Uh, Jamar Chase was unlocked the whole thing, uh, helped Joe Mixon get going. Um, offensive line looks a lot less terrible now that they have to kind of spread out the defense. Um, the defense hasn't looked terrible either. The Raiders on the other side, also a team that isn't necessarily have any real, like enormous playmaker out there that, is you know lighting up the NFL but together as a whole unit through all of the BS they've they've went through this year between John Gruden and like two Henry or three Rose, players yeah. going to jail um they've you know they've come out on the playoffs I didn't think they even had a prayer going into week 18 all of a sudden I saw they were able to get in the playoffs I'm like no way that's going to happen and lo and behold here we are uh I think this probably would be the one team in the AFC that they would want to face Aside from the Steelers, um, I think I just think that the Bengals are a better team. Like I think they have more weapons to give them the advantage over the Raiders. I don't think the Bengals are going to make a huge push in the playoffs. I know there are some people who think they will, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, I I'm glad that they're they're facing off i'd rather see them than like the patriots face off against the Bengals. um 
It's going to be interesting because the Raiders play that four-man front, man. Max Crosby's been killing it all year. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how the, the Bengals' defense in front is able to stop that. Um, obviously, you have a great matchup uh, with Jamar Chase versus Casey Hayward, who's one of the premier corners in the NFL. I just think uh, I just think the Raiders' defense is a bit overrated only because they got some games where they where they get to play a ridiculous like emergency quarterback uh they get to play the cowboys with no wide receivers and like all those kind of things just start to add up where your defense looks a lot better overall on a statute than it does in one specific game so i i do think um joe burrow will be able to take advantage of the raiders secondary and um, make some big-time plays this week. One thing that does concern me that probably favors Vegas is the weather in Cincy. Might, might, we might be getting a little snow game, okay? And you think it's be, possible. And you think that's a favor for the Raiders? Yeah, I do, because I think Cincinnati <laughs> wants to air it out, man. And <laughs> That's the team in the desert. No, no, not from that perspective. From the perspective of what they do offensively, I mean, we've seen Joe Burrow sling it for 500 yards like a couple weeks ago, and uh, that has been a, a huge part of why the Bengals are where they are. And obviously Mixon's great, but the Raiders are pretty capable uh, at handling the run, so um, I think that would hamper Cincinnati's offense more than anything else. And and the Raiders want to run. They want to ground and pound with Josh Jacobs, and they did it Sunday night. So if that does come into play, I think that favors um, the Raiders. But I agree with you. I think the Bengals should take this. Um, And I think Joe Burrow will have another big game. So that's the one thing that I was going to say that usually when you have a, uh, you know, a, a, like a young quarterback going into his first playoff game, uh, you're a little concerned because you don't know how he's going to react to the the moment. Uh, however, you know you had Joe Burrow, basically fresh. Still not. I mean, we have to start stop referencing that whole season to compare or have Joe Burrow as Joe Burrow currently. Um, but he's you know only like a year and a half or whatever, two years off of that incredible uh, playoff run. Yeah. Um, and the eyes, all eyes were on him the entire season, uh, and he rose to the occasion and didn't even seem to blink. Uh, he seems very composed on, in big moments. Uh, you know, I haven't seen him shaken really at all in the NFL. I didn't really get a chance last year because he tore his ACL. Um, but you know, and on the other side, not that Derek Carr is someone who is you know faults under pressure either uh, he doesn't there's no one really else in there that i could see stepping up to the big occasion i know no. you mentioned josh jacobs being probably a max crosby back. on defense would be the biggest guy that I'm that excited. could really be a game changer i'm excited to see how he steps up because he really up in like this season he obviously was great he's been decent in like past years, but this year is where he to, really took a step yeah. up in his career. Absolutely. So now mm-hmm. you're looking at something where you're looking at someone who everyone's going to key in on. And it isn't like he just was good against bad teams. He was good against bad of, or uh, good, bad offensive linemen and good offensive linemen alike this year. Um, one of the best uh, defensive players in the NFL. It's a shame, you know, TJ Watt's probably going to run away or be up there with the defensive player of the year. Uh, but he had a great year and going against a favorable matchup with the Bengals offensive line who, you know, doesn't really jump off the paper is one of the better ones in the NFL. Um, so we'll have to see 
once again, how Joe Burrow uh, picks up on him, uh, you know, checking down the run plays. Uh, Zach Taylor, another one who last year they were terrible. I thought that he might have lost his job. Um, and then obviously they had a good season this year. But we'll see how, you know, it's more than just the players. It's how the coaches handle these situations. I'm curious to see how he prepares. And on the other side, the Raiders coach, um, whose name is currently escaping me, but he's had a Rich lot of Versace. Yeah, he's had a lot of he's had a lot of adversity to yeah. deal with this year, and he's kept that unit together and competitive somehow through John Gruden once again, uh, Henry Ruggs situation, and all of that. So uh, I'm really excited to see this game. I think it's going to be a pretty even matchup, um, and you, I think I agree with you. I think that the Bengals ultimately will win the game. Um, but once again, it, it, the playoffs, really everything changes. Uh, and from preparation to, you know, the, the variables we don't currently know about, uh, who knows about COVID, who knows about, uh, the snow that you were mentioning. Um, and then the jitters, who's going to show up to play and who's going to, you know, crap their pants a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a big game for both franchises and, uh, I mean, who knows? The Raiders might be a team of destiny with uh, John Madden passing away and maybe making a run and finally doing something in the playoffs. Derek I mean, Carr when was goaded Derek Carr? <laughs> I mean, this is a big year for him too. I mean, there's been a lot of smack talk about him and and what they're gonna do with him. Um, but if he has a good playoff run, I mean, it could be his Joe Flacco year. Who knows? And especially since the, uh, I'm assuming that their coach currently now is not going to be the coach come next season. Yeah, unless uh, so, um, you know, they, he if, definitely has incentive. If he if he if he goes out there and has and lays a lays an egg and doesn't have a good game, you know, the new coach might come in there and say, you know what, it is time for a change. Uh, I don't want him as my quarterback going into next season. Um, so it's it's a big game for everyone. Uh, and we'll see. I'm I'm really excited for it. It's you know I unfortunately don't have any uh, any uh, what's the word any skin, skin in the any game. any skin in the game with uh, the Ravens missing out unfortunately because they were playing with uh, you know people that they were picking up on the way to the stadium. Um, but I think this is going to be a really good game. This is a pure football fan. This will be a very good one to watch. Uh, a little a little betting action. The over under is 49 points. If there is snow and it's five and a half, I might have to take the Bengals in like a you know like a twenty-one to seven kind of action. Yeah, I mean the the thing, is, yeah, if the weather plays a part, it's going to be an issue, obviously, to get that over. Um, the thing is, though, if it's not really bad weather, I think both teams will probably be able to throw. So <laughs> then you could be in a trap if it's not windy or something. I also hate taking the under, so I might just do Bengals minus five and a half because the over-unders, well, overs are fun. You know, unders, you're kind of just rooting for not a lot of football going on. Um, but who knows? It could end up being like the national championship game, which was also nuts. <laughs> um, the next game I'm surprised is so early in the roster of playoff games. Uh, is the Patriots and Bills. I would have put that as like the marquee matchup of the weekend. Um, they've had a pretty fun matchup this whole season. Um, I love when division rivals square up against each other in the playoffs. Uh, two very good teams. Both have been, you know, kind of Mr. Jack or Dr. Jekyll or whatever it is, you know, night and day. Like They've had two different seasons. Some, uh, you know, the Patriots started out meh. Had a really good uh, middle part of the season. And then uh, there were some games at the end you kind of left scratching your head. Same thing with the Bills. 
Bills started out hot, got cold, then hot again. Um, two really two of the best coaches in the NFL. Um, going to where is it? I believe it's in Buffalo, right? Yeah, it's in it's in Buffalo. It's gonna be like I think it's gonna be one of the coldest games ever. Not like those teams are. Uh, worried about it, yeah, right? worried about that. I think it's literally ten degrees, so it might get into the negatives, like the feels like temperature. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be really interesting. Um, but it's a great game. I'm excited to see it. And I mean, it's a rubber match too. I mean, yeah. they both uh, New England beat them up pretty good in that windy game, like the windiest game in NFL history. I feel like, and then uh, Buffalo went there and pretty much smacked them down in, in, in Gillette Stadium. So. It's a big game. We'll we'll see what Bill Belichick and his adjustments make. But the Patriots, I feel like they're going in the wrong direction and at the wrong time. You really want to – I mean, they played all their guys last week, and they got beat down by Miami. And maybe that's a wake-up call to them, or maybe it's just that they're just not that good. Yeah. And, and this is a chance for Buffalo to really make a run. They've been kind of – um, blocked by Kansas City for the past couple of years, but I think this team, even without Jadavius Roy, is is poised to make a run. And uh, yeah, and I think so. I think it's gonna, you know, it would suck if you. Well, I mean, we are gonna probably get a very snowy game, the Raiders and Bengals. But if you have very uh, throw heavy teams going in a game like that, you could have all the excuses in the world afterwards. Oh well, if it wasn't friggin' windy and zero degrees maybe the the Patriots would have had a better chance or the Bills would have been able to air it out to Stefan Diggs more uh both teams love to run the ball both very power-based offenses um very stout defenses as well so I think this is going to be a really awesome game um like you said I think that the Bills they've proven that they are a legit team they've come in the playoffs and handled their business against uh, some pretty solid teams. They, you know, beat the Ravens last year. They were, looked really solid there. Ravens had a, you know, they everyone was talking about potentially them going to the Super Bowl. Um, so that's going to be an exciting one. And then obviously you can't ever count out Bill Belichick. Uh, the one uh, variable here that I'm uncertain about, not that, you know, he's uh, whatever, um, a stranger to the big occasion either is Mac Jones. But the, there's a big difference between a big college game and a big NFL game. Uh, especially going from a dome in a national championship game or a game in San Francisco uh, to a game where it's going to, like you said, be like negative 10 degrees. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, who knows if snow comes from wherever, if, you know, it, it could go all of a sudden, like tomorrow, there could be a storm coming and there'd be like three feet of snow in Buffalo and overnight. So uh, I'm really excited for this game, too. Uh, there's some years where you're like, I don't even want to talk about this game. There's not really a game on here besides the, you know, obviously the Steelers and Chiefs. Uh, but every other game is going to be an awesome matchup. Uh, I think that I'm leaning more towards the Bills. Uh, obviously, you can't ever count out Bill Belichick and the way he preps for games. Um, but I just think overall, you know, if you have a, it isn't like he's going against a, a bum or a brand new coach. Um, Sean McDermott's been one of the better coaches uh, over the past few years. And, um, you know, Josh Allen, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, they've He's been playing very well. He played well the last game. Uh, I mean, granted, it was against the Jets, but they still played pretty, you know, solid enough. And um, the, 
Patriots, like you said, have been sliding in the wrong direction in the middle of the season. They looked like a potential Super Bowl contender. Um, if they could find that midseason form again, um, you know, maybe I'll give them a chance. But at home in Buffalo, the one of the best atmospheres in the NFL uh, with a hyped up Bills team coming back from their second uh, NFC or uh, AFC East championship. Uh, I, I like them. I'm leaning more towards them. And I think a, a, over a plus minus of four is a very fair thing in that game because I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, but I think that ultimately Buffalo will handle their business. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think it's just going to it's going to it's going to be a real tough grinded out game. I think Buffalo is going to get it done. And, and if they find themselves ahead, I think it's going to be tough for the Patriots and Mac Jones to to come back into the game. Um but I think, I mean, I think it's going to be real close. I don't even know. It might just be a three-point field goal game, you know. And uh, it could just swing on a couple things. I mean, we know the Bills are very over-aggressive, similar to the Chargers, where they go for it on a ridiculous amount of fourth down. So it could just be them making it or missing one of those that end up costing them the game. Um, there's a lot of people's jobs on the line, too. I mean, this is the last time the whole Bills team could be together. Dable could be hired somewhere else, their GM or assistant GM could be hired somewhere else. So this is a huge opportunity for those guys to to win a huge playoff game against Bill Belichick and make a huge run and ultimately land a a, a big job, whether it's the Giants or somewhere else. So I think um, this is really their last ride, and I don't think think Bill Belichick's going to stop them this time. I don't think so either. Then like you said, how uh, they are a team that likes to roll the dice. Uh, if you, if they could, you said if they miss some of those fourth down conversions or a field goal or something like that, um, obviously. But if they make them, then you're forcing a team where the Patriots, where I don't think their offense really is as a you know as explosive or something um, as they have been in the past with Tom Brady. You know, you don't want to put Mac Jones in a fourth and whatever situation, um, or you don't want to like try and get whatever they you know you don't have your kickers of the past you have i mean what, what's his name uh nick folk has been decent this he's year. been really good yeah but and tyler bass is good too they just um the the bills don't really care for field goals and and you never know what bill like he, he'll kick his field goals but if it's a game where he feels uh touchdowns pivotal then he's gonna just go for it too i mean he has yeah, no but, he has no problem and well i guess we'll see you know yeah. as we as i've been kind of questioning myself what bill belichick's full opinion i think he likes mac jones obviously yeah um, but i'm really excited to see if he gets put in those situations uh come uh saturday night how he's gonna you know hold up in in a way stadium very cold uh game on the line how uh he'll stack up especially as a as a patriots quarterback where that hasn't even been a worry for the past like two decades yeah so that, that's gonna be a very fun game um Start out with a nice light, uh, a nice light matchup on Sunday afternoon. Uh, one of the games where I'm like not really as uh, eager to watch it is the Eagles and Buccaneers. Um, my problem is, I think the Buccaneers are the much better team. Um, but the if Jalen Hurts is on, they look astronomically better than when he wets the bed, which might be sound like a stupid statement. But it's true. Like the when he like nothing. Their their offense is absolute hot garbage. Um, you saw it a couple weeks ago against the Cowboys. Um, when when stuff isn't clicking for them, it's really bad. 
whereas the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers have a solid defense to fall back on if stuff isn't going their way offensively. Uh, and you can't, you know, the defense for the Eagles is decent, but, you know, not nearly as good as, uh, which we'll call it, the Buccaneers defense or where you could fall back on it. Uh, I think the game line's fair, eight and a half, obviously in favor of Tampa Bay. Um, they did start out really shaky last year. I will just throw that out there against Taylor Heineke and the football team. Yeah, I will goat. throw that out there before they went on to win the Super Bowl. Um, I just can't see Tom Brady hosting the friggin' Philadelphia Eagles in a playoff game and losing to them. I just cannot see it happening. I can't see Bruce Arians allowing it to happen. Um, I think that the Buccaneers are going to win this game by 10 or more points. Yeah, I would agree with you with um, the fact that Tampa Bay probably isn't going to win this game. This is a rematch from earlier in the season as well. So um, I don't know if they win by double digits, um, but I do think the Bucs will win this game. Uh, we know what the Eagles like to do. They love to ground the pound, run the football, and it's been difficult to do that all year against the Buccaneers. Um, they're healthier than they have been for most of the season right now. They got all their linebackers back. Um, all their defense is good to go. I think they're still missing some DBs, but um, that's something where Jalen Hurts will have to take advantage of, and I don't know if he's ready to step up to that level without a solid run game. Obviously, he can always take off himself, but I still think it's going to be difficult against this athletic um, Tampa Bay defense. So I think the Buccaneers are going to win. I think... Um, I don't think, though, the Buccaneers are going to make us as far as a run as they did last year. I think um, offensively they can get by against the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are a very good team. We all know the stat where they haven't beaten a team over 500 this year. Um, I've watched them a couple of times. They weren't even competitive. So I think they should be able to get by this game, the Buccaneers. And I think their offense will be okay. But I think going forward, it's going to be difficult because you can't replace Chris Godwin. Um, You can't replace A.B. Now, they still have Mike Evans. They still have Gronk. They're going to get playoff Lenny back. Um, But I just find it difficult um, missing those guys and still being able to perform at a high level offensively. I think the defense will hang around, but I think the defensive secondary isn't as good as they were last year. Um so that'll be an opportunity for pass-happy teams to to be able to attack that. So I don't think it's going to be an issue on Sunday, but um, going forward... Uh, something to watch. Yeah, something to watch. And, and as far as covering on Sunday, it's something to watch as well because Jalen Hurts could throw in, um, I guess, garbage time, but it might not even be garbage time. If they're down quite a bit, I mean, I could see him throwing and making it, make it in a game later on because that buck secondary isn't that good um so that's something to look out for <clears throat> uh, then they would play the winner of the um whatchamacallit the the uh whatchamacallit um most likely well, most likely they'll be playing the well it really depends i mean it's if if the cowboys win they play the cowboys no matter what but if they lose um they'll most likely be playing the winner of monday night football which, obviously, I don't think that they would want to go If they up. advance. Yeah, if they advance. Well, I think they will, but whatever. That will be a topic for maybe next week or who knows uh, when we will meet up again to talk about it. Um, but we will. But I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because I don't want to spend the whole time talking about uh, 
the future the, of the Buccaneers uh. and the Buccaneers lose to fucking Philadelphia. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so the next matchup is the 49ers and Cowboys. Um, I don't know if it's my one of it's definitely up there with one of my favorite matchups for this weekend. Um, Sunday at 430 um, at AT&T uh, Stadium, right? Yep. Uh, Jerry's World. Jerry's World. Uh, this is a very interesting game to <clears> me. <throat> Uh, the 49ers, I can't really figure them out. Um, whenever it was a team this year where I'd bet against them, they'd win. I'd bet for them, they would lose uh, in a horrendous fashion. Um, same thing with the Cowboys. The Cowboys don't always look as good as they have uh, over the past couple weeks. Um, I think, <laughs> I would like to think that the Cowboys it's are the better team. I would like to think that the Cowboys are the better team. Uh, then you look at the coaches. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Big Mike McCarthy, uh, <laughs> Kyle Shan. I think Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I would give the advantage in the coaching duel. Uh, but Mike McCarthy is able to fall back on his offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, uh, for the play calling, and I think that really helps because I don't know what it is. I, I just don't like his play calling. I didn't like how he was calling plays at the end of his Green Bay tenure. Um, and I think Kellen Moore could be in line for, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, a, a different offensive coordinator position, uh, or a head coaching position somewhere. Uh, I've seen him tied everywhere as from, uh, you know, friggin' joining Byron Leftwich in Jacksonville or, uh, you know, going to Chicago or something. But I, I, I'm trying to think of who I would pick if there was a gun to my head, uh, 49ers or Cowboys, it's just hard to say. I think that the Cowboys, ultimately, uh, I would give an edge. I, but they, there's just times where they look so bad, uh, and it would be in true Cowboy fashion for them to lose uh, at home <laughs> in their return to the playoffs. Uh, three, I, I like three. I like minus uh, three for the Cowboys because I am leaning towards them. But, you know, the 49ers sometimes, you know, they really – I'm thinking back when they beat the living crap out of the Rams. I, yeah. Like, that's, like, ingrained in my head. Uh, and they also were holding their own last week. Mm-hmm. They looked really good in a game that the Rams needed to win. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, the, the 49ers, for whatever reason, have the Rams' number and Sean McVay's number, I think – Kyle Shanahan has like a 70 or 80% win percentage against Sean McVay. So that matchup has been uh, definitely favoring the 49ers. Uh, And when you think about it too, it's been with like Nate Mullins and all those guys starting at quarterback. So it's been pretty crazy that they've been that consistent against McVay. So I wouldn't take too much into that matchup and bring it to Dallas, but uh, as a Cowboy fan, the one team I didn't want to see was the 49ers because – they're just such a dynamic team offensively, and then they have great players on the defensive front like Nick Bosa and Ken Law. So um, they're definitely primed to, to face off against a team like us, um, which I don't really like. Our, our run defense has been about average, and we all know that the 49ers could run it with like five different people on any given Sunday, whether it's Debo, Mitchell, whoever, they'll just – ground and pound so um 
key to the Cowboys to really get ahead and and it's what they're going to have to do is get ahead to win this game because if they fall behind the 49ers will just take over with a with their run defense I mean run offense and um it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do because offensively they they do like to establish the run um and sometimes they'll get away from it maybe too much uh in this case the 49ers have a very good run defense and they have a very bad pass defense. So Dak's going to have to air it out here, and I could see Callum Moore really favoring and getting pass happy like he has in the past against teams that have good run defenses. And if that's the case, this game could be really good, and the Cowboys could um, play well and be ahead the whole game, or they can just get like blown out or fall way behind like they did against Arizona a few weeks ago. Um, when they get too pass happy, it and Dak's not on, like, the game's basically out of hand. Um, I think they're going to be able to exploit the the defensive secondary that the 49ers have. So even if they do fall behind, they'll be able to make it uh, a game because of that. And we all know Kyle Shanahan isn't the best at protecting leads. So that's something that he has to look out for as well. Um <clears throat> I mean, it's really tough. I hope the Cowboys win. I'm obviously rooting for them. I think three's a fair number. You give them two and a half or three for home field advantage. You know, you know the place is going to be packed. Yeah. There's going to be a hundred thousand people there. Um, so that's a that's a fair number. What that's saying is basically they're equal teams, and I think that's fair. Um, I think if you had to bet it, if if you think they're equal teams, you got to do 49ers plus three. Then I think it is going to be a tight game, um, and I think a lot of people who are looking at these tight matchups um, over the weekend, I think their upset of the week is probably the 49ers. So um, I definitely won't want to face them. Unfortunately, the Cowboys do. We'll see how it goes. But this team's ready to win now. Both teams are. Jimmy G has a lot to prove. Um, and, and I mean, Dak has just made a bunch of money, so he has a lot to prove as well. Uh, I just think um, it's going to be a great game. I'm going to roll with the Cowboys. I hope they win. I I think this is a great team, but we'll, this is a big test, obviously. The one thing that I, I was just looking into it, just uh, some, uh, what's the word? Um, Would you do a deep dive? Not yet. I, I can't think of the word. Um, sabermetrics or whatever. Uh, uh, the one thing that I will say that I might give the slight edge, it's hard because the Cowboys haven't been, you know, completely dominant at home. They've been 5-3 and three this year. The one thing that I will say that they might have a huge advantage on um, is the turnover difference. Uh, you know, they might be, they're good at taking away the ball. I mean, well, Trayvon, yeah, that- Trayvon Diggs, he might be just very lucky and had some <laughs> terrible throws thrown to him. But you have to keep in mind that Jimmy G played that game last week with his thumb injury, uh, and he was in a lot of pain. So I was going to say if you know they could get one or two takeaways, that could be the, all the difference in the world. Uh, between a win and a loss, especially in such a tight matchup. And one other thing uh, before I pass it back over to you, uh, the game line, uh, the 49ers opened at plus uh, 145 or at 140. Now they're at 145. Um, so, but 53% of betters, as you said, are leaning towards uh, San Francisco plus three. Which yeah. I think so, is fair. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little um, edge to San Fran in terms of the betting numbers and stuff. Um, I mean, as much as Diggs gets ripped on and stuff, the the whole Cowboys secondary 
um, has gotten ripped on at times, but they're they've been a top five pass defense this year. So um, situationally, they played well. I think if if the Cowboys get ahead, uh, I would totally agree with you. I mean, you know the Cowboys defense. If Jimmy G has to drop back and throw for forty passes, you know the Cowboys defense is going to be ball hawking. So I think the biggest matchup is um, whether it's Debo Samuel or who's ever out of the backfield. You, um, Kyle Shanahan's offense always loves to throw and, and involve their running backs throughout the game, and and Mike is going to have to be on that. So Micah Parsons versus those running backs coming out of the backfield is going to be a huge matchup that uh, is going to be a big test for him. I mean, he hasn't really been tested to this level with the athletic um, San Francisco running backs that they have. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's going to be a very good game. Now we can move on to the, the night game for whatever reason. This is the sad. Once again, I think that I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I think that this. Should've... I mean, the, they love putting the Cowboys at the 430 slate throughout the whole year. So I, I'm fine with that. But like I would have. I would have probably flip flopped the Bills game. Or, so I'm. I was. I, I was about to say that. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I think that this night game. I think that the Bills. I think the Steelers Chiefs should have been game number one. Yeah. And then game number two should have been the 49ers Cowboys. Then I. Think, I would even like Raiders Bengals more, but I mean, I guess I think they, Raiders Bengals. It could be Big Ben's last game. Mahomes. Who cares? Like, who Showtime cares? Mahomes. So. <laughs> Showtime Mahomes. Yeah. Who cares? It's Big Ben's last game. I've considered Big Ben's career to be over like three or four years ago. It's been like, uh, like it, I don't know how shell, they made the playoffs this shell year. Of a <laughs> I don't know how they dragged his corpse to the playoffs this year. I will tell you what. There shouldn't be a shot in hell that the Steelers win this game. I will repeat it back. There should not be a shot in hell. The Steelers are even in this game. The Steelers were beating the paid or barely beat the Ravens last year, who or uh, last year, last week, who had uh, you know some guy from Best Buy that was out there in their defensive backfield. The ben, Big Ben was throwing puff balls around the field. It was a disgrace of a game. I hated I had to even sit there and watch it for the Ravens because the Ravens I had written off before the season even began. Um, I think that the Chiefs are going to win by 20 points. In I, Big Ben's last game? Big the Ben dis- is going to go off disrespect. with his boot on crying. I don't like the Steelers in this game one bit. The problem is, is I don't think the Steelers offense is any good and the uh, Chiefs offense is so... Uh, whatchamacallit, so high octane, so much going on, uh, so many weapons that not that the Steelers' defense is bad, but their offense is so bad that they're going to have the Chiefs' offense on the field longer and the defense on the field longer than it should be. And all of the all of that motion, all of that play action, all of the uh, deep balls, everything going on in that offense, uh, the craziness inside Arrowhead, I think that the Steelers' defense, unfortunately, even though I think it's one of the better defenses in the NFL, I think that they're going to be on the field so long because their offense is so bad that this is going to be a very bad game. Um, you know, they're, the Steelers, I'll just rattle some stuff off before I pass it over to you. 21st in the league in points. 
20th. They've let up a lot of points this year. They've let up their 20th in the league in points allowed per game of 23.4 points a game as the Chiefs are the fourth best scoring offense in the league. Um, they're in the middle of the pack with pass yards a game. They're really low. They're one of the worst in the NFL in rush yards a game because they cannot pass the ball. Um, 24th in yards allowed. The Chiefs aren't necessarily a uh, – they're more of a bend-don't-break kind of team. I mean, if you really want to call a spade a spade, it's their offense carrying everything. Um, you make that face. In the beginning of the I year – I was going to say, like – In the beginning of the year, it was their de- disgrace. They their defense has really stepped up in the second half of the year for sure. So, so it's probably that their I mean, stats the offense, were so bad in the beginning that somehow they yeah. managed to get the 20 – I mean – Manage their twenty seventh in yards or, uh, yards a game allowed, but uh, I think that the I think the Chiefs are going to win big time. I pass it over to you, Matt. Yeah, I mean defense travels, so I do think uh, Pittsburgh will be able to hang in there for a bit. I just don't know if their offense can keep it up. Um, we saw last time they faced off the Chiefs, uh, one thirty six to ten, um, in an Arrowhead. So. Not exactly looking forward to the rematch, but it's really up to Big Ben. I, I, you know, the defense will be there for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's uh, low point and probably worst point in their defense has been their run defense, and um, it's actually been like bottom half, bottom quarter of the league, um, surprisingly. So it's in this matchup, it's not the worst thing in the world because the Chiefs aren't one of the better running teams in the league. Uh, you know, you we've seen Mahomes highlights for days, so we know what their offense wants to do. Um, so I think it's going to be uh, not the worst matchup in the world, especially with T.J. Watt running down on a pass happy team. Um, but that's something to look out for if you're looking to bet like player prop overs. It might be a decent play if Kansas City, um, if you think they're going to win, it might be a decent play to play the running backs over on rush yards against a Pittsburgh rush defense that's been very bad. Uh, surprisingly. Um, as far as their offense, I mean, Big Ben, he's got to air it out. And whether that's to Najee or Claypool, whoever, but they have to air it out. They have to score um, quickly and early on in the game. If they don't score um, and hang in there in the first half, it can get ugly real fast. Um, the Chiefs defense isn't anything special, but it has played better in the second half. Um, and it, it has been a bit exposed, though, in the last couple of weeks with um, not so much the Denver game. That was more fluky. But the, the Bengals game, they were definitely exposed um, by Joe Burrow and company. Now, Big Ben obviously isn't that, but you really have to take advantage of them passing the ball. And I just don't think Big Ben can do it right now. <laughs> no, as I mentioned, it was it was really painful to watch. You know, if a couple of years ago, if a couple of years ago we were having this conversation, I wouldn't count out the Steelers. Um, he just can't throw the ball, which no. is the most frustrating thing in the world because you would like to see a team really go at the neck of the Chiefs. He just cannot throw the ball. Um, and you can't put it on Najee Harris, and they don't have the playmakers uh, as wideouts as they used to. Uh, their receivers are good, don't get me wrong, but they're not. You know, they're not beat the Chiefs. I don't even think their receivers. The receivers are definitely. Aren't the problems like Claypool's good? Deontay Johnson's been good. They're good. Um, Raymond McLeod's been really good, but it's just like Big Ben isn't good, so we can't get them the ball. Yeah, but that's because the... like Deontay Johnson's probably he's probably one of the better receive. He might be top ten receiver this year. He had a fantastic year, and um, I think he probably is overlooked when you compare him to like Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, etc. 
Um, but he's had a solid year, and he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. So I don't think that is necessarily the issue. I think it's just Big Ben's kind of washed. I mean, he's on his way out. We know that. Yeah. I mean, he even said it himself today for some reason that they're just happy to be here, basically. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? Gonna, <laughs> you don't want to give it a, the old college try in this game. Yeah. Um, and then just to throw some other stats out there, really, just to, you know, you know, uh, feed your brains information here uh <laughs> one of my favorite one on this list is uh record and partially cloudy so we do have to watch out for that because the, the chiefs are 0 and one in cl- partially cloudy weather uh, this year so if, if they do somehow lose it's because you know partially a cloudy team uh to bet against next year uh but they're seven and two at home uh the steelers are three and five away um once again i just I just don't think that it's going to be a pretty ending for uh, Big Ben. Uh, so his career's kind of been over for the past few years anyway. But once again, tip our cap. Uh, on the way out, Chiefs are going to win. I'm shocked that they somehow pulled it together in the middle of the year. They looked like a terrible team in the beginning of the season somehow and then went back to being the Chiefs. Um, I don't know how they're going to fare against uh, better teams, but I think they get to uh, tip their cap. And uh, bore us all to death on Monday night or on Sunday night, beating up <laughs> on the Steelers, and brings us to the last matchup of the game or uh, of the um, which we we'll call it the weekend Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, in a game that's going to be dominated by Cardinals fans. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Honestly, <laughs> LA has no fans. I was going to say, I'm not even talking that they're home. They're going to be in L.A. Uh, in one of the least cared about uh, playoff games by the, the one team, the L.A. Rams. Um, going to be a great matchup. They've had a pretty good uh, you know, contest this year going head-to-head with each other. Um, two of the most fun offenses to watch in the NFL this season. Uh, obviously, the Rams put all of their their chips on the table yeah and then they added one too <laughs> yeah, they are not gonna they're not gonna draft a player for the next 100 years i will be long gone by the time they draft a player in the first round at this point um now it's a very interesting one you have matt stafford who i, I don't know the last time he was in the playoffs uh very inconsistent Looked great this year at times. Looked terrible at times this year. Matt knows about that. Losing to me in uh, the championship game Pranked. against a favorable matchup against the Ravens, who, as I've Just mentioned before, like 550 yards a week before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The guy will be punching into his day job tomorrow morning. The guy who played uh, somewhere on the Ravens' defense the past couple weeks of the season. Um, but, you know, he's very inconsistent. has – but – if you don't win when you have Odell Beckham Jr., uh, not that he's been phenomenal the past few seasons, but he's looked pretty sharp the past few games now that he actually has someone good throwing him the ball. <laughs> We're yeah. up to Baker Mayfield. Um, now that you have Odell, who's you know starting to heat up a little bit, you have Cooper Cup, who's having one of the best seasons in general in NFL history. Um you know, he has plenty of people to throw to in that offense. Uh, you know, running the ball, whatever, it should be. Our, like, you don't need to worry about running the ball as much when you're spreading it out as much as you are. Um, yeah, and Sony Michelle's played great. Yeah, and then you have the other team, the Cardinals, 
uh, a team that hasn't proven itself yet. Um, and a big a big opportunity, too. They're going away to one of their biggest division rivals. Um, new stadium. Uh, and it, I'm really excited for this game. It's pretty... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the Rams in this one. Uh, just because I'm just giving them that uh, they've been their advantage. That, you know, they've been... Not that they were last year, but, you know, they've been hanging out. They've been in the playoffs. Um, and they've been a good team the past, since Sean McVay took over, uh, besides that hiccup. And, uh, you know, I I think that the Rams are the better team on paper and coached and everything. Uh, the Cardinals, they just looked really bad the past few weeks. They're, yeah, like, I mean, I, they lost... Uh four of their last five now exactly they started i forget what their record was in the beginning of the season but they were eight and oh yeah wait three seven and oh <clears throat> then they've yeah they lost uh four out of their last five yeah and they've only they won three out of their last eight a lot yeah <laughs> Whatever. Oh, oh, duh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no shit um but uh yeah, now I, I I don't know I, I don't know if you know I don't think Cliff Kingsbury or Kingsbury whatever um, is a playoff coach. Uh, I mean, it's hard to judge it when he hasn't been to the playoffs yet. Um, it just scares me because they looked really good in the beginning of the season, and then as I just said moments ago, they looked really bad at the end. Um, the problem is, or the thing that I will give to them is that they're playing against the Rams team that same thing there's games where they show up and there's games where they're a non-factor at all um but the problem with the cardinals which is why i'm also leaning more towards the ram is that they have a few players that i feel like there's a lot more weight on their shoulders whereas the rams are just an evenly distributed there's first 22 players on offense and defense are awesome uh the depth is to be desired uh, but you know now we're in the playoffs, so it isn't. You have to worry about the whole season and everything. Um, so I, once again, I, I like the Rams in this one. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough. I mean, it's a tough matchup. Obviously, division rivals. Uh, they split the season series. It's been weird because, like you said, the Cardinals haven't played all too well. They they played a good game in Dallas, but that's been it for over a month now. Um, the Rams have won a bunch of games, but they haven't looked well doing it. I mean, Stafford's looked terrible. Uh, Sony Michelle's been a nice addition and, and played really well since Henderson's been out, so that's been a big hit. But Stafford has not looked the best. And, I mean, you could get away with turnovers when you're playing against, like, the decimated Ravens and stuff, but uh, when it comes to the playoff games, man, one turnover can make or break your season. And... I just um I just don't trust Matt Stafford uh to make enough plays down the stretch here to win this game. I I don't know if it's that they're missing Robert Woods and they haven't been the same since. I don't know exactly what it is, but he definitely looks different than the beginning of the year. Even in some of their losses, he was playing really well. Um and it just ha- it he just hasn't been the same. So I'm going to lean Cardinals, um, definitely plus the points. I'm going to roll with them. It's tough for me to just completely bet them money line because 
Um, D Hop's still not going to play. It doesn't seem like JJ Watt's going to play. So they're still missing Shocking. some key pieces. <laughs> I thought he Shocking. was going to play. He always does this and comes back for the playoffs. Um, so I thought he was going to be in. Uh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones is there. He's ready to roll. That's what I mean. Yeah. There's some playmakers. I yeah, think. no. Like I mean, that's why I like Jordan him. Jordan Hicks mean, has looked awesome this year. It's it's weird because they're, they're similar to the Patriots where they've kind of fallen off the last couple of weeks. But um, – I just think the, the I just think the right yeah I was I was gonna say like the Bills feel like they're getting hot at the right time the Rams feel like they're kind of just like hanging around um, their defense is doing well making enough plays to win the game but Matt Stafford turns it over way too much and uh, you put him in prime time he throw he could throw up another dud for all, for all we know um, so I'm gonna roll with the Cardinals here um, but I I do think it's gonna be a good game it really depends on what Matt Stafford we get. You see now you now you're kind of in my I'm, ear. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're you're moving my my meter over more towards the Cardinals here, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, similar to the problem that I think the Steelers are going to face, uh, you're going against an offense that could put up a lot of points. So if there's a, someone like Matt Stafford who's turning over the ball, you could get away with it, like you said, against the Ravens because they had uh, their what third string quarterback. <laughs> playing for their past few and weeks. like no DBs. I mean, which is ironic or not ironic but funny enough that now he probably is gonna go somewhere else next year because he's looked so good at the, the end of the season um but I, I think that if you make a mistake against the Cardinals and the Cardinals can get turnovers as I yeah. was just mentioning they have a lot of uh defensive playmakers where if Matt Stafford comes out and you know throws a couple sloppy throws and there's turnovers and puts Kyler Murray in a solid position um it's a very fluid offense too they're going against uh you have some older players on that Rams defense where you know you they can't be chasing around little Kyler Murray for the whole entire game um so if they you know they go up a couple they go up like maybe like a 10 points and you start putting more pressure on Matt Stafford, then you could find yourself in a situation where, you know what, maybe the Cardinals start to get some confidence, start to find themselves a little bit and get out of this slump they've been in the past second half of the season. Yeah. Uh, and who knows? And then it's just a, a grudge match. Uh, something else interesting just to throw in real quick. The um, the Rams are only 5-3 and three at home, and the Cardinals are 8-1 and one away. That that is pretty interesting, and I mean, like you said, in the, to start it off, it might be fifty fifty Cardinals fans because there might be definitely a sea of red there, because um, L A fans don't really come out and support their team. I guess we'll see Sunday, but um, it's uh, it's interesting. I I do agree with you too. One thing, Cardinals defense hasn't been good at stopping the run. We saw Rashad Rashad Penny run all over him, so they definitely want to get ahead because. Um, we know the Rams could run the ball pretty well, and Sonny Michelle's played really great, especially the second half of the year. So if you can take that element of the game away from them, that would be a huge step for the Cardinals. But um, if you don't, then Matt Stafford might, will obviously be less likely to turn the ball over and have to make big plays. So that's going to be a key thing to watch out for. I mean, if they if Sonny Michelle has his way, I think this game could be over uh, pretty early. Yeah. Probably because, like you said, then you don't have to start uncorking Matt Stafford throwing it down the field. He can yeah. just lay it off. And Arizona could chase. They can certainly put up a lot of points, but it would be tough to win that game similar to trying to outduel Russell Wilson uh, last week. And the money line is in favor with the Rams. 61% of bettors are in favor of the Los Angeles Rams. 
Um, not necessarily that that means anything. We've seen plenty this year where teams have been heavy favorites and then end up crapping themselves, um, <laughs> which was a disgusting whatever <laughs> yeah. phrase to use <laughs> there. Um, uh, and, then, uh, and then obviously as we're discussing right now, it's 50-50, um, 53-47 with, uh, in favor of Cardinals with the spread. So, you know, money line, it's – I don't know. I think whatever whatever this is this is telling us it's going to be a very good game, um, and everyone is betting the under for some reason. Forty nine points. Playoff games, man. You know they're always Yikes. tight. <laughs> Maybe that's just the thought process there. We'll see. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that that ends the week. That ends the uh, the playoff week or uh, matchups for this week. So we'll we'll do something next week. We'll either we'll either get in in the. Uh, in the lair to do something on release yeah. uh, an extra little treat for you guys on like Saturday or it's we'll, just going to uh, be quicker and quicker. It's going to be less games. That's what I mean. I can't season have comes Matt to this and end so sad, but you're going to have to figure out your, your homework is going to be to figure out what we predicted. <laughs> for, like right now or no, no, no. For the next pod. So we can see what we did in week one, I guess it was, or preseason. I thought we you did meant prior for us to dig up. No, uh, no, no. For me to dig up that NFC card. Well, yeah, yeah you need to find that too. Right, so I have, I have some, homework to do out disaster there, uh, for all of you out there but uh thank you matt for coming on always oh, a pleasure thanks for having me uh sidebar also hooked me up with a sweet sweatshirt and hat <laughs> nothing to do with any of you but just wanted to point it out there they're uh, a one homie for doing that but thank you all for listening and uh bet wisely good luck and uh have a good one